Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Judge Phil Edwards scores at 96 to 93. While Judge Howard Foster scores at 97 to 92. And Judge Victor Laughlin scores at 97 to 93. Declaring your winner by unanimous decision. Lupe Soriani, Well, we love him. He is our Kiwi boxer, Joseph Parker, but you've just heard it there. He defeated first-time heavyweight Jack Massey in Manchester over the weekend uh, by unanimous points decision. But there's been a bit of criticism coming his way, making tough work of a fight that uh, maybe should have been wrapped up a little bit sooner. Joining us to talk about it, uh, Ben Damon. Ben, thank you so much for your time. What did you think of that bout on the weekend? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Joseph Parker is uh, obviously a world-class heavyweight. He's a former world champion. So there is a lot of expectation whenever he goes into a fight, particularly given that he was fighting against someone in Jack Massey who previously campaigned at cruiserweight and was going up to heavyweight for the first time. So a lot thought that maybe he should have been getting rid of Jack Massey, knocking him out earlier in that fight rather than going the distance and losing a couple of rounds. But I think Joe Parker will be reasonably pleased with what happened. Um, He got through the fight unscathed. He he really was dominant for the majority of the fight, so there were no concerns about losing. But he didn't get the statement victory that he was probably looking for. He didn't get a a big knockout or a really dominant performance or or even drop his opponent. So, yeah, there was certainly... um, some level of improvement that Joe Parker and his team would like to see from here. But I think some of that criticism is a little bit unfair. Ben, when you, when you say Massey was stepping up a weight class, what's, what's usually the biggest challenges for, for fighters when they do that? Do they just lack the sheer power of, uh, I guess, someone like Joe Parker to, to cause much trouble for them? Or is it just a, a fitness issue of being able to carry that weight for the first time? Yeah, it's just a size thing, really, against someone who's a legitimate heavyweight like Joe Parker. He's got all the weight in the right spots, and he did look the part. He looked in fantastic condition, Joe Parker. Jack Massey, though, he'd put on a bit of weight. He hadn't had uh, those in-between fights sort of to fill out in the right way. So he was naturally the smaller guy and and, and did have a bit of trouble keeping Joe away. But the criticism of, of Joe Parker is always... Uh, well, it certainly has been in recent years, that he's just lacked aggression at the right times in his fights. He's uh, pretty happy to cruise and, and win these fights and, and score points rather than getting in there and, and trying to knock out his opponents. So um, we, we didn't see any extra aggression in that fight on the weekend, and, and maybe that's a question mark that's going to remain. Where, what, what's next for Joseph Parker? Does he continue uh, doing these fights? Do you think he wants another shot of the, at the title? Where can you see him going in the next year or two? Oh, yeah, he'll continue, no doubt about that. He's, he's still a world-class heavyweight. He's, uh, he's ranked by the sanctioning bodies. He's in a really good position to even fight for another world title at some point. Um, the only thing that he probably has against him is that there is that little bit of criticism from some of the fans in particular that he doesn't have the aggression that maybe he'd like to see from a heavyweight boxer of his class. But uh, in terms of skill, he's, he's right up there with the very best. And the good thing that, that Joe's got in his favour is that he's really good friends with uh, Tyson Fury. He yes. trains with him, the uh, heavyweight champion of the world. 
he's well regarded um, by all of the, the big players uh, globally in the heavyweight division. So Joe Parker will get some big fights. There's big rematches he can be involved in. Uh, Anthony Joshua is looking for an opponent. He fought against Joe Joyce and uh, he was beaten, but he was uh, he was not at 100% going into that fight. He, he's fought against Gillian White previously. He wants a rematch with him. And of course, there's always the opportunity that Tyson Fury does him a favour and invites him into the opposite corner. Now, talk, talking about potential fights for, for Joe, what about Fraser Clark, who, who won an earlier fight on the same card, using his post-match, uh, post-match opportunity to uh, call him out? Yeah, he did. He, uh, he asked uh, if he was ready for a fight with Joe Parker. I don't think Fraser Clark is, is anywhere near ready for a fight with someone like a Joseph Parker. He's very early in his professional career. But that's the thing. If you're a former world champion, everyone wants to fight you, particularly if they see you in a performance like what there was against Jack Massey and think, look, he's strong and he's good, but I don't see anything I'm really scared of. So maybe it'll work in Joe's favour. Maybe there'll be some big name, uh, maybe someone who ends up with a belt once the uh, division fragments a little bit in the next couple of years who thinks Joseph Parker would be a good name. I'll get him as a former world champion into the opposite corner and and maybe Joe can find himself back uh, as a world champion that way because... He's got the name. He's certainly uh, he's been there and done that. He's got all the right connections, and uh, he continues to win the vast majority of his fights despite that loss to Joe Joyce. So, yeah, he's in a pretty good position. Ben, uh, just before we got you on the line, we were actually talking about uh, the Breakpoint documentary on Netflix that Nick Kyrgios, uh, of course, is in. Who would be interesting in the boxing world to follow, do you think, to go behind the scenes and do a Drive to Survive-style documentary series on? <laughs> yeah, there's plenty in boxing. There's a lot of uh, fantastic characters. Uh, we've made a lot of uh, documentary content over the years following a, a lot of these big names. One of the more interesting in Australia certainly was uh, Anthony Mundine, never short yes. of, a, of a wild quote. So you were <laughs> always treated to something um, unexpected, even though you, you fully expected it to be wild. But I think what I'd rather see is Nick Kyrgios uh, put on the boxing gloves and go into boxing. He's, he's a great character. He'd be fantastic at our press conferences. I don't know if he can fight, but the rest of it would be a bit of fun. He would make a superb uh, talker in, in the pre-match uh, press conferences, that's for sure. Hey, Ben, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your knowledge with us and talking a bit of boxing. Uh, we've loved it. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Don't give up on Joseph Parker, though. There's uh, still plenty around the corner for him. There's no way. There's no way we'll ever give up on our Kiwi guy. Thanks so much for your time, Ben. Appreciate it.